With the holidays just around the corner, Macy's makes it easy to get your online orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup or pickup inside the store. Need it now? Try same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, available in select locations. Plus, shop early and late with extended store hours right up to the last minute. And don't forget, if you're getting your purchases delivered by mail, make sure you place your order by December 18th on Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. Pickup and same-day delivery valid for most in-stock items at select stores only. Hey everyone, just wanted to pop in really quickly before the episode gets started to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor has been such a big help in creating this podcast and is really the reason that you're listening to this episode on the platform that you are, which is super cool. So if you want to learn more about Anchor, just head to anchor.fm or you can download the Anchor app on your phone. All right, well that is all, so let's just get into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk podcast. Today, I am joined by a super fun guest. I'm really excited about today's episode. Mackenzie Graham joins me. We're going to talk about how to take control of your life, how to be a boss in your life, and I got a ton of questions on my Instagram for her on life, work, relationships, friendships, and all that fun stuff, so I'm super pumped. Thank you for coming on today's episode. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. I about you like wanting me to come on this podcast weeks ago and I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that I'm so flattered. And you texted me you sent me the most flattering message too and I could not say no so I told my assistant to schedule you right away with my available. So. Your assistant's amazing she canceled everything else and got me in and I'm just so grateful to be here. Cleared my whole schedule. Um, so I'm going to give a little introduction on you. You are one of my best guy friends, older sister, and I just think you are so cool. You're such a badass. I feel like you just like know what you want in life. You say whatever you want and I just love it. So I thought it'd be super fun to like pick your brain on everything. And I think a lot of people would like benefit from it too. So, um, I'm pumped. We have a ton of questions for you. I hope you're ready. (laughs) I'm excited. Yes, I am very crass. I say what I mean. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. Um, Definitely have my goals in life. I put myself first. So absolutely. (laughs) That that definitely shows my personality. So I'm very excited to see what your friends asked and your listeners. So do you want to kind of give like a brief introduction on yourself and just like let the listeners um, get to know who you are? Yeah, so like Elena said, my name is Mackenzie. I'm actually one of um, Elena's best friend's older sisters. I'm 28 years old. I live in Northern Virginia. I work in IT, basically doing project management, and my work is pretty much like the my grounding purpose. I put my work above everything else. That's kind of like what gives me purpose in life, basically. Um, I went to school at South Carolina. I'm a Gamecock. I am a dog mama. I don't want children in life. I'm very, very adamant on that. Like, I don't care about having children. I also don't care to get married. And that makes a lot of people annoyed, including my boyfriend. (laughs) 
a lot of women think that that's very weird. To me, that's super normal. I'd rather not spend thousands of dollars on a wedding. I'd rather save that money to go elsewhere. So if that gives you a little bit of insight into how I am, I feel like that's kind of like to a T that can kind of pare it down for you guys. Yeah. So do you have two dogs? Do you have two? I do. I have, I have a yellow lab and a chocolate lab. Yeah. Your Instagram is just like filled with puppies and I'm like, I love this. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually, I'm super private. If you notice, I've taken like there's like no pictures of me on my Instagram except for a select few for like holidays and stuff. I'll say happy birthday to my mom and dad and family, but I don't post a lot about myself on social media. A lot of that is because I keep my career first. I used to have tons of pictures on Facebook and social media where I was drinking. I removed everything when I graduated and I still to this day, I, I try not to post anything. I keep everything pretty private. I'll post yoga pictures every now and then, but usually it's just pictures of my dogs. My personal life is my personal life and my friends know who I am, but I don't need to show the entire world what's going on with me. Um, I'm not the kind of person who puts up an Instagram story showing like when I'm going to the grocery store. I don't care. (laughs) I just, I don't, I don't care when people post those stories. I I swipe. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned yoga. You're like super talented and I always see your yoga, like your videos of you, like, I don't even know. I know nothing about it, but like, I know that it's hard because I've tried it and then that's all I've done. Yeah. Um, and you're like, literally like upside down, like tell me about like how you got into that and like what that does for you. So I went into yoga. Um, actually it's kind of personal, but I got into yoga really as like a mechanism for weight loss. Um, I had just, I just wasn't happy with my body and I wasn't happy with how my mind was processing the way that I looked. I think that's probably common with everyone, but I had a really hard time with finding a workout that I loved that I wanted to stick with. And for me, when I found hot yoga, it was just the one thing that clicked with me that I actually enjoyed doing. I could go to it. I could do the class. I knew I was working my butt off because I was sweating through everything and it was one way that I could just shed weight super fast. And so I've just stuck with it for years. Yeah. What are, what is the thing that I'm even talking about where you're like, literally like you're on your hands. I'm like, what? There are balances. Yeah. So it's funny because like uh, yogis, yogis, I sound so weird, but people that do yoga are gifted in different ways. So I'm, it, arm balances come so easy to me, but I get so jealous of the people that do yoga and do handstands and stuff. Like I can't do a handstand. When I was a child, I could easily just go upside down and be on my hands and do funky shit. (laughs) But now I try to do a handstand in class and I'm worried I'm going to break the person's nose next to me. So I just, I can't do that. But arm balances is something I can do so easily. It just came naturally but there's other things that I cannot do. I try it and I just collapse. So everyone has their journey. I did yoga like freshman year of college for a little bit because I was feeling the freshman 15 and I was like, yeah, the hot yoga too, where you're just like literally sweating Mm -hmm. so much. And I was like, I've never been worse at anything in my life. (laughs) I kind of wish I like continued it, but I kind of just like stopped while I was, you know, not doing great and kind of, yeah. but 
it's super cool. Like I like really admire people that can do that kind of stuff because it's a lot of just like strength and core and it's just like it's harder than you think it is. I feel like people just like write off yoga. But it's like, oh, totally. People you, people will still say to me like, oh, yoga is not a workout. I'm like, okay. You back. try it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's just, you have to find the workout that you love and some people don't love it. They try it and they're just like, it's not for me. Yeah. Um, but I still get the whole, that's not giving you a workout. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Because I don't care what you think. Mm, and there it is. That's what, that's the attitude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> like steel skin here. Yeah. <laughs> you don't affect me. Thank you for your comment. <laughs> Seriously, you don't. <laughs> Replaced. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Well, I mean, we can kind of just get into all the topics. What do you want to start with? You can pick. We have relationships, friendships, work, and then we have a few college questions. What's your um, which one do you have the most of? Um, probably ooh, relationship, work, and friendship are pretty hefty. Let's start with uh, relationship. Okay. All right. This so, might make people angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The first one is, I think when it comes to dating people, I can get super insecure on how to act. I try to play it cool, not be too aggressive, etc. Don't want to be too myself. What do you think I should do? what to myself <laughs> okay if you're if you don't feel like you should be like you have the ability to be yourself around someone then you shouldn't be around that person there's almost 8 billion people on this freaking planet bye yeah I mean, you don't need to waste your time on that person yeah just like move on next i'm sorry if that sounds mean but if if you get into that relationship and then you lose your sense of self, you will hate yourself more for wasting your time than just writing them off and find someone, finding someone that actually appreciates you for who you are. I feel like for me personally, I was in a relationship where I literally was like, not myself at all. I like, I, it was bad. And I don't think I realized it until my friends started pointing it out. Then I got into my my the next relationship the one I'm in now and this is so like small and minute but like I sent the ugliest snapchat like three chins like this like this angle below my face and my friend was like who's that going to what the hell like what and I was like oh like just my boyfriend whatever and she's like you would have never sent that to blank before like look how like chill you are look how yourself you are and I was like oh my god what was I doing before yeah I I agree like if, if if you can't be yourself, like, don't give them the time of day, then what's yeah. the point? Right. Like if you, d- you shouldn't waste your energy or time on anyone who doesn't allow you to be yourself, friends, boyfriends, family members, anyone. I don't care. Yeah. They- yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. What is the worst thing that's ever happened to you on a date? <laughs> I don't know. I don't give a lot of people dates. <laughs> I'm so mean. That's the answer. Don't give anybody your time. My okay, I, it's so bad. My current boyfriend. It he had to ask me out for like months. I think it was like four months before I actually was like, fine, I'll go on a date. And then it was just like I was hammered. And we were out together. I don't know. Probably the worst thing that's ever happened is just that. I don't know. I probably didn't remember because I was drunk. <laughs> really? Just, I don't know. Okay, I don't, it wasn't bad at all because like you don't remember so. Yeah, I've been, so I've been with my current boyfriend for five years, so 
um, like most of my dating history in college was just, you know, it's not really a dating history. Yeah. You know? And in high school, that doesn't count. Yeah. Don't remember their high school boyfriend. So I guess if I were to have that, like a bad date experience, I would just say not feeling respected, you know, everyone on their phone all the time, that irks me. If I'm out with my boyfriend now, it's not technically a date, but we're supposed to be spending time with each other. Yeah. He's just down looking at his phone and I'm like, all right, I took time out of my day to spend time with you. If you're just going to be on your phone, we might as well get home. Like we can just eat dinner at the house or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a big thing with me too. I hate when people are on their phone, especially if you're like taking the time to leave, go to a place. It's like the intent, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. me on a date and you're still going to like not pay attention to me. (laughs) Yeah. It's like my time's valuable. You know, I only have 24 hours in this day to get what I need to accomplish done. And if I'm giving you time, then respect it. Yeah. I think very highly of myself. Obviously. I'm trying to conquer this world here, okay? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just, that's the boss energy everyone needs to have, though. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You were lucky I gave you these two hours for dinner. Thank you. you. Exactly. Um, Okay, this kind of goes off of what you were kind of saying about college. What do you think about the hookup culture? I'm not a big fan of it. I don't, I don't, like, think that, I just don't think that going out and hook, it's not my style. If you want it, that's fine. It's just not how I am. Yeah. But everyone has their own way in life. I would just say that when you're younger, it might seem like the cool thing to do. Go out, get drunk, hook up. But I think now that I'm older, I say I'm older, but I'm like not even 30 yet. But um, looking back on just, college experiences that I had there's a lot of regret things that I wish I didn't do mistakes that I made that I wish I could take back and it's kind of just why did I do that hindsight's 2020 I don't know it's yeah its own it's kind of a non-answer but no I mean like I think I mean each person is different and I think if you are first of all I think it's it takes a lot to just like hook up and then like be done. So if you are mentally strong enough to just hook up with somebody and then walk away and not have like any feelings, emotions, nothing with that person, then fine. You do you. Yeah. But like, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, I could totally do that if I wanted to, but I mean, I'm just talking about more like my body. Yeah. I don't, don't want to do that to my body. If you yeah. know, I just don't want to be perceived as that. And I'm not saying that women should be perceived a certain way. Men can be perceived that way as well. I'm just saying that I am a fucking prize. So people need to work. I'm snapping. <laughs> right. Like that's, all, that's the only message I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to come across as like uh, against women and feminism and all that. Right. I, mean, I am a prize. So yeah. we need to work for this. I don't give this up. I mean. It took my boyfriend four months to get a date. Um, <laughs> yeah. Coming from so. Um, next question: Do you think having hard lines when dating is a problem? Should there be a gray area? Okay, it depends what your hard line is. For example, like I have specific hard lines in my relationship. Um, I will not 
move for my boyfriend if he were to get a job somewhere unless I were to be able to have my career grow in that area. Like that's a hard line that's reasonable. There's gray areas in some instances that might need negotiation, not negotiation, but there's like always give and take. But I think there are certain instances where you can draw that hard line because that's your morals and your values. But then there's always those like little gray um, instances that you might not be able to draw the hard line on. Like maybe if your hard line is you can't go to happy hour with your guys. I hear so many girls say that. I think that's stupid. Yeah. When someone's out of the house, I love having the house to myself. That's a gray area to me that needs compromise. I think compromise is a beautiful thing. But then there's always going to be, there's certain instances where you have to have your hard line and you draw that line because you have your goals in life that you have to look after. You're number one. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. So how do you balance your career and your love life? You kind of just touched on it a little bit. Um, my career's first, always. Thankfully, I'm with someone that respects that. My boyfriend, his career's first too. It's just how we are as people. Mm-hmm. Um, our careers, we're a little bit more advanced in our careers. So we're, we're in an area where we're here. Like we're not bouncing around. We're not fresh out of college looking for jobs. We just have that groove that yeah. we're in. Yeah. But I would say if you're younger and you're trying to balance love, life, and career, this is where a lot of my friends differ than me you're in your 20s, you should be setting yourself up for career success now so that you can be in those like management and director positions when you're in your 30s and 40s. Like love will be there. Yeah. And then the last one for relationships is how do you handle rejection? I don't get rejected. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Okay. No. Um, If I get rejected, my thought process is um, they don't deserve me. Yeah. Their loss. Yeah. If they reject me, sure. It stings, but you know, there's so many people out there. I'll bounce back. Pretty resilient. What did you say? 7 billion, 8 billion people in the world. I think there's like 8 billion, something around there. A lot of people. I don't know. According to COVID stats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. We're jumping really quickly to our next subject. What do we want to do? Work, friendship, or college? To work. Okay. First one is how do you overcome the feeling of unproductivity in quarantine? Well, I don't know. I'm so productive. I'm like overly productive. Okay. It's actually, it's very bad. I'm like a workhorse, but okay. So if you're not productive, this is a tip I would do because I do this for myself. I, I set notes for what I need to do every day. I have a notepad like a physical one and I do it in my computer too. I'm very anal retentive about this. So every morning I wake up and I write down the list of things I need to do and I check through each day that I have to do them. As I'm going through the day, I add in and I prioritize. So I'll like move the bullet points as they're prioritized and I just cross through them. Yeah, I'm a huge list person. So I literally do the same. Yeah, I cannot do a day without a list. And then if I, if I have emails come up that I have to address, I just save it to my desktop and I won't end my day until I've deleted all of the saved emails from my desktop. Oh, good. That's smart. Um, 
Could you address the difficulty of having a friend at a higher level at your company than you are? Um, if you guys are at the same company, is that what they're asking? Yeah, I guess if you have a friend that's like maybe a manager and you're just like bottom of the totem so pole. So I, I, I am so, like I'm a very competitive person. So for me, that would just be a reason to work harder to get to that point. So that's, in my, my company, we're ranked a one, two, and three, and four, and five. So we're all in the system. So we can see, like, my friend was a three. Last year, I was a two. And then I worked my butt off to get promoted to the three because I wanted more money. Yeah. So, you know, for me, that's just an excuse to know, okay, I've got to work. Ask your manager what you can do to get to that area that you need to get to. And, you know, that's just a, a way to start setting goals for yourself. If you aren't setting those, you know, one year, three year, five year goals now, you should start. Um, okay, well, this kind of goes with that one. How do you save money? I don't spend a lot of money. So I save it. <laughs> Actually, it's very I, simple. You don't spend yeah. it. <laughs> I, re I really don't. I, okay, so here are some tips for the women out there. I haven't gotten my hair highlighted in like four years, five years. It all grew out and it's it's natural. Yeah, I grew it out. <laughs> so I had that ugly little mark. Yeah. Um, when I so when I first started working, I was my salary was like twenty thousand a year. It was embarrassing. And I was living on my own, had to make rent. And it was like, all right, you gotta work your butt off and save to make money. So stopped getting my nails done, stopped getting my hair done. I was eating like ramen noodles as an adult with a college degree. Yeah. Think I'd be able to eat at least chicken. No, I was eating ramen. Um, but now, I mean, obviously now I can eat food, but I still have those. Same <laughs> yeah. I can, we're eating chicken tonight, <laughs> but, but I still, I still keep that same mentality. Designer handbags. I try really hard to find, you know, clothing on sale. I, I don't think that any of that stuff is important. I'm, not huge into shopping if I don't have to. I try to buy what I need when I need it. Um, I do have this obsession with leggings, but every legging that I buy is on sale. <laughs> but, you know, that helps me save money. I think a lot of people get caught up in materialistic things that aren't necessary. And also, you can find really great knockoff handbags in DC. So, oh, true. Very true. Yeah, they're like basically real. So, don't buy the real thing, just buy a knockoff. Yeah. Four thousand dollars right there. Oh, exactly. And I don't think I I feel like I'm pretty good about some may disagree, but sometimes I do have a shopping problem. It depends on the day or the week, but I'm pretty good about saving my money and I never buy anything full price. That's my like oh, yeah, that's my thing. Never buy full price. And also any anyone that is working should always be putting money into their 401k, even if it's just one to three percent. Anything you can put into your 401k, put it in there. It's mm -hmm. money, even though you can't touch it right now until you're very old. Put that money away. Yeah. I buy stock every paycheck. My company has um, stock option. We're a publicly traded company, so I can buy stock every paycheck. So that's the way that I can obtain assets without saving. Um and then I put money into a savings account each paycheck. So there's a couple of different ways that I'm saving money. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one says, 
I'm often called a workaholic. I'm just trying so hard to make it and move up in my job. I feel like because I'm young with literally nothing holding me back that I should continue to utilize this time to focus more on work. What advice do you have for the girls or guys heavily invested in their careers? It sounds like me. Yeah. It sounds like I wrote this question. The only advice I have is, so as you're trying to advance your career, have the discussions, have open discussions with your manager on what steps you need to take to advance your career. Because a lot of times you'll find that you just work your butt off to try to get promoted, but it's not what they're looking for. So I put two years of work in and didn't see a promotion. And I was like, what the hell? Why am I not getting promoted? So I had this sit down with my boss. I'm like, this is all this shit that I'm doing. Literally, up at 3 a.m. on the phone with customers. I don't know anyone else that's doing that. So I actually wrote it all out in a document, sent it to him. Wow. Just was like, this is why I think I need to get promoted. And then when the promotion time came around, I got it. But you have to have those conversations with them to understand what they're looking for, to know what you need to do in order to get that promotion. Otherwise, you're just working for nothing. Yeah, I guess have an open line of communication about it because then you don't get anywhere if you don't. Yeah, and at my job, we have all these metrics that we have to meet. So it's pretty easy to understand what we need to do. Um, it's hard for me to understand it with other people's career unless I can see what targets they have to hit. Like, it's so spelled out in my job. Um, at other companies I've worked for, it was very ambiguous. And it was kind of just like, if they like you, you're going to get promoted. So I think my best suggestion would just be really have that open line of communication with your direct superior. Okay. Tips for applying for jobs and how to act in an interview. I don't want to come off too cocky about myself. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I I struggle with that too, because I'm naturally a cocky person about myself, but (laughs) (laughs) hi, I'm Mackenzie and I'm a prize. (laughs) I'm Mackenzie. I'm Thinking amazing, but like, so um, in an interview, I'm always like, I'm so humble. I hate talking about myself. <laughs> but, uh, what are three strengths? It, it, oh my god, only three. <laughs> if my strengths, I have so many. I'm amazing. Um, okay, so tips for applying to jobs always read the job description, take keywords from the job description, and actually put them into your resume. Never apply to more than one job to that company, because then it shows you don't really know what you want to do. Just just apply to that one job, take the keywords from that job description and put it into your resume and make sure your objective actually matches the job you're applying for. Don't take an objective from some other job that you applied to because they'll actually look at that. If you land the interview, it's okay to be cocky. Just don't be overly cocky unless you're applying for a sales position. If you're applying for a sales position, they like cocky because cocky, Salespeople are cocky. I mean, literally, I went into a sales position role and I was like, I'm applying to this job because I like money and I want to make money. And I got the job because that's what salespeople want. They want to make money. Mm-hmm. So there it's okay. But like the job I'm in now, I'm in customer success and I'm like, I love customers. <laughs> I just want to help people. I want to help them succeed. And so, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, moving into the workforce after college, did you know exactly what you wanted to do? No. I had the hardest struggle. So I graduated with a degree in biology and chemistry. And yeah. I did not know that. (laughs) I'm a nerd. A little bit of a nerd. Um, 
at first I was like, I'm going to go to med school. And then I took organic chemistry and I just flunked that like three times. Um, so that wasn't going to happen. I don't think anyone would feel safe with me operating on them. So I graduated and then I was like, all right, I'll go into medical sales. Sounds awesome. Well, no one wants to hire a 22 year old right out of college for a medical sales job. They just don't. So I spent months applying for jobs. I was working in retail and then I was sitting at a bar, literally just sitting at happy hour, complaining about how much I hated retail. And this guy happened to be there who works in IT and he overheard my conversation and just said, hey, you should come work for my company. It's an IT company. And we have a sales position open. I was like, all right, I need a job. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I got my first job in a bar. <laughs> so I went in for the interview the next week and ended up getting it. And I, I didn't know anything. I went into the company and they were selling platforms I had never heard of before. So I had to go through all this training. I still fake it till I make it. Um, but I've been in this industry for... I don't know, five or six years now, and I don't see myself ever leaving it. So I would say what you do in college does not determine what you do the rest of your life. Yeah. It's like that. That is so funny that someone's like at a bar, hears you, and they're like, I have a job for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally just like, I think you sound great, <laughs> even though you're complaining. <laughs> okay, but you still saw potential, so. <laughs> That bubbly personality. <laughs> um, okay, I think that is all for the work questions. Um, Go down the list. All right, we're gonna we'll just hop into college since we're kind of talking about it. So, um, how was your college experience overall? Oh, I loved it. I always say if I could go back, I would. Yeah, Some of the best of my life. Um, I miss just being able to create my own schedule. I think that's one part I miss the most. Yeah. Uh, I don't miss the classes, really. I hated, hated the science classes, but I just miss the freedom. Yeah, I know. I miss, I mean, I only graduated a year ago, but I still, I like miss it. Like I miss like mm -hmm. the freedom of it. I miss, yeah, this making your own schedule. That's funny. But I miss mm -hmm. just, like all of my friends in one location yeah and just like walking across the street and like I'm at my friend's house and just like yeah. doing whatever I wanted with my friends yeah yeah I miss my girlfriend I talk to them all the time still but we're all in different states and you know we used to live on the same street and yeah. now and Parker always Parker my brother for people listening that's Elena's friend um Parker's always like why don't you get together with your friends more you know go down to South Carolina and see them and I'm like when you're older and you're working, it's a little difficult to, you know, coordinate schedules and get together with everyone and just, it just becomes so difficult, but it, that's definitely what I miss the most and just seeing everyone and, you know, also not paying bills. Yeah, that's that too. <laughs> also like, yeah, you were like, college was just such a bubble and then as soon mm -hmm. as you leave, it's like, oh, it hits you like a brick. Brick wall. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, okay. The next question is thinking about joining a sorority but feeling really iffy about recruitment since I'm not a super outgoing person. What do you think I should do? Oh my gosh, no, you should totally try it. I'm a sorority, right? 
I was, I was an Alpha Chi Omega. So I did recruitment sophomore year. I did the recruitment from the AKIO side and then junior and senior year, I did what we call Pi Chi, which means I disaffiliated and I, I helped people going through rush, go through their recruitment process and kind of pick where they wanted to go. So if this person actually like has questions, they can DM me. <laughs> Cause I like literally, I disaffiliated to help people go through their rush process and find, we called it like find their home. Home, yeah. But I totally think finding, going through the sorority process was awesome, especially because when I went to school, I was one of the only people in Loudoun County that went down there. I think there was one girl from Stonebridge that went too. So I didn't know anyone. And it yeah. was the I could found, but the way that I found all of my girlfriends. And is that a fall recruitment? Yeah. So like right when you get there. Wait, you... it's, it's summer. So you get there in August and right. you're going through it and it's very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember is I remember screaming girls and just sweating every day. <laughs> the recruitment much. process is so strenuous too, because it's like, you have to meet everybody and it's every single day. Like Mm-hmm. I was all, and you have to just like have a perky face for everybody. You have to like, yeah, you're smiling. Yeah, you have to be you in every room. Uh, yeah, it's, it's intense, but it's worth it. Yeah. Do you think it like made your college experience better? A thousand percent, because it's just such a network to be able to meet people. I forget the statistic, but it's definitely grown since when I was there. But when my pledge class was like hundred plus people, maybe 115 or something. And then it just grew every year. So many people were rushing. I think more sororities are there now. They're building more houses, just a huge way to meet people. And then we were friends with all of the other sororities, friends with the fraternities. They have these, um, they call them socials. It's a way to make friends, we'll say. (laughs) (laughs) And when you go to football games, you have a tailgate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you automatically have this just network of people to hang out with your first week there, which is just nice. Yeah. This one says, what do you miss most about college? I guess we just said that. My, yeah. I mean, my friends, I miss them all very much. Um, okay. That, that is all of the college questions. So we can get into the friendship and life questions. This question says, my circle is so small and sometimes I wish I had more girlfriends. Do you have any advice? You don't need more friends. I was going to say to this, I think, I think a lot of people struggle with this. I think people are always like looking at social media and like, oh, they have such a big friend group. Like I wish I had, I think that's fine, but I think it's quality over quantity. Over quantity. Yeah. That's how I feel. So I used to be the same way. Like in college, I would be like, I wanted tons of friends and like pictures with everyone everywhere. And you know, now it's like, I want to keep in touch with the people who are truly important to me. Um, I pair my circle back. I still am cordial with every single person that, you know, I know, except for the people who are in timeout, but you know, <laughs> I mean, you how know, many people do you have stuck in timeout? <laughs> they know who they are. Okay. That's all that matters. Oh my gosh. But I'm just saying like, wouldn't you rather have several really, really good girlfriends who are just so good to you and treat you right and aren't just shady? Because we've all had that shady friend who's been so terrible to you, who makes you question like, 
why the heck am I even friends with you? Then having a large group of friends. I mean, it just who you don't have that intimate connection with. It's just like surface level, you know, yeah. I feel like the larger your group gets, the more surface level it gets. Yeah. I also think like, as you grow up, you kind of fizzle out, you kind of like filter mm-hmm. out your friends and you realize yeah. who's a true friend, who's not a true friend. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're bad people. It just means like you two yeah. just don't work. You just don't connect on that deeper level. Like I'm sure you're experiencing this more with your high school friends now because you're still, you're only a year out of college. So you're still kind of, learn, you're still very connected probably with your college crew, but more so with your high school crew, you're probably realizing like who the real ones are, you know? So give it five more years and then you're going to really have that circle paired back. Yeah. <laughs> Realist ones are. These following questions are pretty like similar to what we're talking about. This one says, I had a falling out with one of my best friends right before quarantine and it's been a really hard time without her and not talking. What should I do about it? So, I mean, if you miss your friend and it's been really hard without them, then just reach out. Depending on what the falling out was about. I mean, if this girl slept with your boyfriend, bye. But if it was something stupid, like she borrowed your clothes, just call her. Yeah. (laughs) Trust her guy. Yeah, I think, um, oh yeah, trust your gut. But I think too, um, you're probably getting in your head because there's nothing else to think about, but probably that falling out. So you're probably yeah. just overthinking everything. And then I feel like also with that, there's like these spoken rules about like, and especially with guys too, of like how many times you can text them or like if you can text them on this day or whatever. And yeah. so or like, was it, like, has it been five days since the falling out? So, yeah, I mean, if she slept with your boyfriend, don't talk to her. She's not a friend, but... Well, here's, here's the thing. If this is a toxic friend, like, if this is repeatedly happening, um, I used to say this to my girlfriends when they would go through a breakup. And I'd be like, don't text him. Because you're so used to texting that person all the time. And I would just say, text me instead. I don't mm-hmm. care if you find me. I'll just text you back. Like, that's what a real friend does. Um, Find someone else to text. Like, text your other real girlfriend if this is a toxic friend. If it's not a toxic friend, you got to trust your gut on this, then, you know, reach out, have an adult conversation. You're going to have to get to the root of the issue. You can't just let it slide. You're going to have to talk about the issue that caused this whole falling out. But if it's not a toxic friend, it's okay to reach out. If it is a toxic friend, text someone else. Yeah. (laughs) Text us. Don't open open that can of worms. Um, this one says, I have a friend that's always been super sarcastic with me. And honestly, that's probably how we became friends. But lately, anything I say or do, she has something negative to say about it. Do I confront her slash cut her out of my life? Or am I the dramatic one here? Yes, confront her. (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about confrontation? I feel like you would just do it. You don't care. Yes. Okay. And this happens. I'm super sarcastic. And... Sometimes I get checked and that's fine. Like, check me. I'm cool. I'll pare it down. Like, I'll tone it down for you. But sometimes I get checked and it's like, are you okay? Is something going on? Because really I haven't done anything. And so then there's a deeper issue. Mm -hmm. If this girl is, maybe there's something on the other girl's side where she's being sarcastic, but she's really not. She's really actually has an issue and she's digging at you. I mean, there's always probably a root to the issue. Like there's a root cause to why she's doing that. It's probably more than sarcasm. Sarcasm. Sorry, words are hard for me today. 
I had a long day at work. <laughs> so I would say if something ever makes you feel wrong, you, you have to have that conversation. You can't let that stuff slide because then it's going to build up and bubble up and just get even worse. And then you'll explode. And this person's going to be like, what did I do? Yeah. And they'll never know. And I think like, so they said like, that's probably how they became friends. So this could be like, she's being sarcastic because that's her way of communicating with you and maybe you're interpreting it wrong. So then that's another reason to like ask her about it. But, but if you really feel like she is like digging at you, she always has something negative to say, like, yeah, what you said. Cause this is, this has happened to me where I, I, and I'm getting better at it. And I think now, now that I'm out of college and like, I'm not even, am I an adult? I'm an adult. I don't know. You're an adult. You're out of college and like living life. You're a young adult. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I am better at like saying what I want to say and like confrontation. Um, But I was definitely somebody that like bottled it up and just like held it in. So I probably wouldn't have said anything until like what you just said until I literally like exploded. exploded. Yeah. So if you can get to confronting her now it would probably be best if you did it sooner than later before it gets bad. Um, and if she is just like actually being funny and she thought she was being funny, then like there you figured it out. But like now, you know, I don't think she's being dramatic though. Like just ask her. That's totally fine. All right. So this question is, I just graduated college and all of my friends and I are moving away for our jobs. How do you recommend we stay in touch and keep the friendships? Okay, so my friends and I, we do like big group chats. We have a group chat that we still connect with all the time. Unfortunately, my job's super busy, so I haven't been able to make any of the football games, but my friends all go to the football games all the time. I don't know if their college has football games to go to, but I would say do as many like meetups as you can in person, maybe plan like a spring vacation together or just fly to go see your friends when you can. Um, but I talk to my friends on an almost daily basis to kind of keep in touch with them, which helps me feel there. And then also it's so important to just try to make new friends wherever you move to. So that awkward feeling that you felt when you went to college, wherever you move, you're going to feel that again. I was lucky enough to move back to where I grew up to find a job, but no one lives here anymore. So I still had to make new friends and like join gyms and go out and meet people and just literally make new friends because no one lives here. So you're going to have to get yourself out there to make friends again too. It sucks. So the last question is, ask my sister if she can make me scallop potatoes and green beans when I get home. <laughs> yeah. When, whenever he's coming back, I'll make sure the bed's ready. Oh my gosh. Yes. That is I'll, make him, I'll make him potatoes, <laughs> green beans, and I'll cook him up a steak. Oh my gosh. So I'll come over too. It'll be great. You should literally, he'll come and he'll be like, Hey, I'm going to come stay at your house for a little while. And he just lives at my apartment. Yeah. He was here. Cause we have a two bedroom. So he just, the guest room is now Parker's room. Mm-hmm. Cause it's all set up. So he just comes and stays and we get him a parking pass. And he basically just like, <laughs> our house. he's like our third roommate. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, he's great. Well, thank you for answering all those questions. We got a lot more than I thought. And I think we really like went through them. So I know. I hope I answered them enough. Oh, yeah. Or satisfied with. Yeah. I would just say like if anyone is, you know, just 
the time you guys are so young. I'm, I'm sure you have a young fan base for listening. Like this is a time where you can like be selfish, like focus on yourself. It's okay to be selfish basically is what I'm trying to say. You can think about yourself, put your career first, put your goals first. If your goal is to get married and settle down, that's okay. Put that goal first ahead of everything else. Just think about yourself, write out what you want to do in life. I literally sit down and I put out my plan. Where do I want to be in five years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? And what am I going to do to get there? Like, those are the kind of things that you should do to get where you need to go in life. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to crush people to get there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. You still have to be nice to some people. (laughs) I love that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice. And if anyone has like more questions, I'm sure we can do another episode I'm always free. I'm always free. <laughs> we'll make it a wine episode so we can be drinking while we, we talk. I'll buy the wine. Okay. <laughs> so you can take some money. I'll buy the wine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, cool. I think that is about it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and thank you guys for your great questions. I think they were pretty like like deep questions and long questions. So thank you guys for those. Um, but yeah, be sure to follow Girl We Gotta Talk podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Bye.